Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily, today discussing Drew Brees, his legacy, and what it means as he heads into retirement. It's all brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is wishing you the happiest of holidays. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up and you get up to $1,000. That's code PFF to get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Sam, tough way to go out for Drew Brees one of the best quarterbacks of all time. What are you going to remember about Breeze, his career? What is his legacy in your mind? Yeah, I mean, I think the big question is whether not getting that second ring damages it. You know, he obviously won one Super Bowl back in, in 2009. Um, and, and so he's got the validation that Dan Marino never had, right, in terms of actually getting himself one ring. But how damaging is never getting a second one, never getting the the extra validation that comes from, okay, it wasn't just a fluke. You you actually got there more than one time. You were able to get yourself a couple of rings. I think it's it, it damages a little bit. They're, wrong though it is, there are people that judge these things that way. And Drew Brees will always be seen as the quarterback that only had the one ring, that never got a second one. But when you look at just how prolific a passer He's been in the NFL, his New Orleans career, like throw out the San Diego Chargers part of it. From the moment he, the Saints got lucky effectively. Miami were told to pass on him because of the the medical concerns with his shoulder. The Saints sign him and then starts one of the greatest quarterback coach pairings in NFL history. His tenure there has has been absolutely spectacular and he should rightly go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play yeah it really has so so as we go back our stuff goes back to 2006 the year that he got to new orleans and breeze is going to finish as our third highest graded quarterback during that era tom brady number one aaron Rodgers number two so obviously breeze among the best i think during his era it was those three brady rogers breeze and then peyton manning before peyton fell off the cliff it, it was those four right the elite quarterbacks but obviously you you have Rodgers and Breeze just from a rings standpoint in that time Rodgers and Breeze have one Rodgers still has a chance to grab another one Peyton had one and then he sneaks into the second one which is what Breeze was trying to do this year right because right. Peyton's last year 2015 massive drop off he graded by far his worst season and that was right now this is what you know Breeze's worst season coming into this game a 74 grade that's going to be even worse after he put the ball in harm's way so often uh, in the in the game against the Bucs. So he was trying to duplicate what Peyton did and kind of get dragged to the championship. So, you know, it's not all about rings and championships, but there's definitely a hole there where the Saints roster wasn't great. Breeze was still producing. But I think there's going to be a bit of a memory of 2017 to 20 when this was maybe the best all-around roster in the NFL and Breeze started to get back on top again and peaked a little bit in 2018 and parts of 2019 but some playoff failures I think loom large late in Breeze's career 
Yeah, they do. And those are always difficult to pin down in terms of exactly who to blame, particularly when you're you're being compared directly to Tom Brady, who just never seems to have them, or at least by comparison doesn't, you know, has so many of these playoff wins. The the number that always jumps out to me, though, and it's not a PFF stat, but it's just a box score number, but it's insane. It's the 5,000-yard mark, right? Obviously, Dan Marino was the first guy to do that. That stood for... You know, how long did Marino's record stand for? More than two decades, right, before anybody else did it again. Drew Brees has done it five times, and no other quarterback in NFL history has done it more than once. That, to me, effectively sums up Drew Brees. This guy was just staggeringly prolific for so long. And you look at his PFF grades, and before this season, he hadn't, he didn't have a grade below 80. So every single one of those New Orleans seasons was 80 or above, and usually quite some significant way above 80. Um, and that really kind of sums him up. It's just this insane consistency that you know was only rewarded once with a Super Bowl championship, and that year was the year where suddenly their defense started to generate all these insane numbers of turnovers, kind of the opposite of what screwed him um, against the Bucks is they won the turnover battle that year. Yeah, the other thing I'm I'm thinking about here, watching Breeze, just such a unique player watching him play, right? He is, we're, we're talking about all his accolades. He's doing it as a much shorter quarterback than, you know, traditional, you know, signal caller that we're used to seeing. Six feet tall. He plays with incredible quickness. When you slow down and just really like watch his eyes when he drops back to throw, he is scanning the field. He always knows where to go with the ball. And even in this game against the Bucks. He still wasn't making bad decisions. He's just making throws that, you know, seam routes that he used to have just enough arm to get there. And it's it's coming up a bit short. So he still had the brain and the anticipation. But that's what always, I think, made him special. And that's why, I think, to your point, he had that consistency, never had that grade below 80 until his arm truly deteriorate, deteriorated to a point that he just could not throw the ball beyond 15 or 20 yards unless he threw it crazy early and had guys wide open. So the stats were still good this year. But again, I think that speaks to just the, the the all-around team that was built around him in New Orleans. But I think the level of consistency that Breeze brought was incredible. There's one more thing I want to discuss, though, because the era of the NFL, it seems like all the new quarterbacks that have come in have some sort of mobile element to them, right? They can win within structure and out of structure. That's Patrick Mahomes. That's the way Josh Allen is playing this year. That's Deshaun Watson. That's Lamar Jackson, right? Breeze is going to retire. Brady is Breeze, Brady, and Peyton, those three that I mentioned, they're like the the last of that breed, right? That really they have good playmaking ability. They can make plays outside the pocket, but not as athletic specimens like Christine come into the NFL. Are we gonna be able to see, you know, new pocket passers who don't really have that element to their game because all these other guys play at such a just a high level without the outside the pocket stuff? Yeah, it is interesting. Those guys are kind of the last of that breed of quarterback that was the prototype and and probably no longer is. And these things are cyclical. You know, you go back to the Joe Montana era, and and those guys were were shifting from uh, from that period as well. It, it goes in cycles, and it's really just dependent on who the best quarterbacks in the NFL are at any given time. That's the prototype you're chasing. The one other thing, though, that I wanted to bring up with Breeze to that that kind of encapsulates him is just deadly accuracy, right? That if you're looking for one trait that sums up Drew Breeze, he's maybe the most accurate passer of the football in NFL history. Usually the most accurate passer in terms of our exact ball location data, but 
2006 onwards, that New Orleans career again, for the entirety of that career, take out no plays, the guys attempted almost 9,500 passes, has an adjusted completion rate of 78.5%. That is, it's the second best mark in the lead. Somehow Teddy Bridgewater is just ahead of him, but Bridgewater's attempted like a fraction of the passes that uh, Drew Brees has attempted. So it's Brees, Mahomes, Kurt Warner, Aaron Rodgers, like these are the most accurate quarterbacks in the last 15, 16 years of grading, and, and Breeze was always that guy. I remember hearing a story about him that he doesn't just aim for the guy, right? He's, he isn't just aiming for the target. He's aiming for the dude's eyes. He's trying to put it like exactly in front of his face where you're supposed to catch the ball. Yeah, incredible just with catch and run opportunities. He could throw to all levels of the field. Again, before his arm was shot, you know, a little bit over the last couple of years and then this year. Uh, so accuracy, decision-making, the speed at which he played, you know, absolutely incredible. So uh, kudos to Breeze. Incredible career. Uh, I'm glad he got the ring, Sam. So we're not talking about him as a Marino, a guy that maybe had all the stats but didn't have, you know, that championship that people always are looking for. Where do you stand, though? Do you think the lack of a second championship damages that legacy? I think he had great opportunities. I'm also of the belief, I know we work at PFF here and we're only supposed to focus on just the quarterback's play. I am of the belief that there is something to the wins, right? And the fact that there was a lull in the middle of his career and, you know, with a great team, there's a 2018 you know, overtime interception and 2019 a poor play against the Vikings. I think it matters a little bit. I truly do believe that's what has separated Brady uh, and Joe Montana from it's the also, rest. It's a little bit difficult to overlook just how good the Saints were at winning when he wasn't there. You know, he leaves, Teddy Bridgewater comes in undefeated, Taysom right. Hill plays, wins games. Like, they won without Drew Brees. Sean Payton is kind of a magician. Yeah, and look, it's, you, you know me talking about domes and all that stuff. It doesn't take anything away from Drew Brees, but when you can play – eight you know you, he plays at least nine games indoors every single year it does help it helps your longevity it helps your stats and if that's what you're going to judge a quarterback off of it, it it is a part of it right so um look i think he's one of the best of all time i do think capping it with a run i think it might not be about qb wins but a run a three or four game run where you carry your team to a championship does matter and breeze has one of those it would have been nice maybe to have the second one especially the way the saints built this team over the last couple of years. But again, pouring out for Drew Brees. Incredible career. Awesome to watch him play. And we'll miss him. Let us know what you think. Drew Brees, his career. It's the PFF NFL Daily. 